Welcome to Word Alive today. We're so glad you joined us. I'd like for us to take a look at the resurrection of Christ and what that means to us. Let's start in John chapter 11, verse 25. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Now, because of the resurrection and, and because Jesus Christ is the resurrection and the life, even if we die physically, if we believe in him, we shall live. He said, even though you die, you shall live if you believe in him because he has been resurrected. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. He is the resurrected Lord. He is the first of the resurrection. And we are born again in the likeness of Christ. But it's because of the resurrection. Without the resurrection, there would be no salvation. There would be no life after death. Because if he hadn't been resurrected from the dead, then we wouldn't have life. But Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. And he is. Let's take a look at Colossians chapter 2 and verses 12 through 15. Buried with him in baptism in which you also are raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. He says we're buried with him in baptism. And we're also raised with him through faith in the working of God. So when he was raised from the dead in Colossians, it says that we were raised with him. Now let's look at verse 13. And you, being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. So he said, we've been made alive together with him and forgave us all trespasses. There's not one sin that's held against us if we confess it. If we're born again, if we're children of the living God, then there's no sin held against us. We've been forgiven all trespasses. And we have been raised from the dead with him and uh, were also free from all sin and there is nothing that can be held against us. Now let's look at verse 14. Having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. He took the handwriting of requirements that was against us, the law, and he took it away from us, nailed it to the cross, and he said, you no longer have to live according to the law, but you live according to faith, and faith in him, and what he has done for us, and what he is doing for us today. Now, verse 15, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Now, when he was in hell, he was there for three days, but he disarmed principalities and powers. He took away the power that they have while he was in hell. That's why he had to go there. He took that power away from them. He took the keys of death. He took the keys of hell, and he took the keys of the grave. He stripped Satan of the power that he has over the church. Over every person that's born again, he took the power away from him. And he also made a public spectacle of them when he triumphed over all sin, over death. Because, see, the death that he overcame was a separation from a relationship with God. That was the death that he overcame. 
He overcame it for us so that we could have a relationship with God. Adam and Eve had a relationship with God. But Adam sinned, then it was taken away from him. And therefore, because it was taken away from Adam, we no longer had a relationship with God until Abraham made a covenant with God. But when he disarmed principalities and powers and made a public spectacle of them, it means that he... He defeated Satan in front of all of his cohorts, all of his demons, all of his the devils in hell that he had in place to watch him uh, overcome Jesus when he was in hell. I'm sure there weren't that was one of the few days that there weren't any demon spirits out here on this earth, but they were all in hell watching Jesus and the devil saying. We have overcome Jesus. We have won this battle. Now, the thing that I wanted is mine. I wanted to exalt myself above God, and I have defeated his son. But on the third day, Jesus was raised from the dead, and he disarmed principalities and powers. He made a public spectacle of them, because when he defeated Satan, he put him under his foot. And all the cohorts of hell, every demon spirit, every devil that was down there got to watch Jesus defeat Satan and put him under his foot. So that means that when we were raised with him, he was raised in victory and we were raised in the same victory that he had. So we can walk in the victory that Jesus Christ purchased for us. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 1 verses 15 through 23. This is the Apostle Paul praying for the church, the Ephesians church, but it also is, uh, it relates to us today. Ephesians 1.15, will start there. Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and of your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saint, saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe. He said, I pray that you have, that your eyes of your understanding are opened up so that you can see these things, the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? According to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion, and I never named in this name, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. So when Christ was risen from the dead, he was raised, seated at the right hand of the Father, far above all principality and power, and was given the name that's above every name, not only in this age, but that which is to come. But he also, he put all things under his feet, and his feet is the body of Christ, the church. Which means that since we are raised together with him, as the word of God has said in Colossians, 
and he has put all things under his feet, and we are the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, which is his body, and we are the fullness of him who fills all in all. That means that we are seated in heavenly places in him, far above all principality and power and might and dominion. Now, Christ was risen from the dead. He was raised from the dead for us, not for himself, but for the church. Now, Adam gave away the authority that he had when he was here upon this earth, because when he sinned, he gave the dominion over to Satan. But Jesus Christ came back and was raised from the dead. He took the dominion away from Satan and gave the power back to the church, every person that accepts Jesus Christ as Lord. He gave that authority back to us, and it was the resurrection of Christ that put us in that place of authority that he is in, and without the resurrection, we wouldn't be there. It was the most important day in history that we've ever, anything that's ever happened in history, it was the greatest day in history of anything that ever has happened or ever will. Because that day, Satan was defeated by him, and the church was raised from the dead with him, and we were seated back in that place of authority that was stripped away from Adam on the day that he sinned and gave it away to Satan. Now, Satan is the god of this world, but the church, the body of Christ, was raised with him, and therefore, since we're raised with him, we're far above all principality and power and might and dominion. Now, he's talking about the influences of the devil, all principality. Now, see, well, since we're seated in that place, we are seated in a place of authority that nothing can take it away from us anymore. It was taken away from Adam because Satan, he deceived Adam and Eve into doing what he wanted them to do and to not believe God. But let me ask you this question. Do you think Satan can deceive Jesus? Do you think he could get him to do what he wants him to do? Do you think he can get him so deceived that he will do something that will cause the fall of mankind again? Absolutely not. It cannot be stripped away from him. And since it can't be stripped away from him, we are in a place of authority from now through eternity. We are in that place and it shall never be taken away again because of the love of God, because of the work that the Lord Jesus Christ did, because of the greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power. And the working of his mighty power was that when the Holy Spirit raised him from the dead, that we were seated with him in heavenly places in Christ, in him. Now see, uh, we're no match for the devil himself, but Jesus was. And Jesus still has the victory. Jesus will always have the victory. It shall never be taken away from him. And we are to walk in the victory that he purchased for the church. The resurrection of Christ was proof that Jesus defeated Satan, that Jesus was exalted to a place of authority at the right hand of the Father, and the right hand of the Father is that place of authority. Then the Father gave him the name above every name, and at the mention of his name every knee will bow in heaven and earth and beneath the earth. That means that everybody has to bow their knee to his name. Not one thing can go through this life or the one to come 
without having to bow their knee to the name of Jesus. Now see, the resurrection of Christ was the greatest event that's ever taken place. It was the greatest miracle that the Father ever performed because when he raised him from the dead by the Spirit of God, then we were raised with him, seated in that place. Now see, uh, he redeemed us from spiritual death and when he did, we're no longer separated from God, but Jesus, he did all this so that we could have a relationship with the Father, with the Lord Jesus Christ, and with the Holy Ghost. He did it all so we could be restored back to that place of authority and the place of fellowship with him, and to be one with him, to have all the rights and privileges that they have in heaven belong to us because we are citizens of heaven. And when you are resurrected with Christ and you're in Christ, you're automatically a citizen of heaven. And since you're a citizen of heaven, you have all the rights and privileges that a citizen of heaven has. And I know that the resurrection of Christ was the greatest event in history. And I'm thankful that I'm seated in a heavenly place in him, that he has allowed us by his grace to be in that place. It's by the grace of God we're there, not on our own behalf, but because of what Christ did. We could not have done it on our own, but he took away the penalty of sin. He took away the death, which was separation from God spiritually, because we're no longer separated from him spiritually. We can fellowship with him in the spirit. And we are redeemed by the blood, and we're no longer the same. We are different we are new creatures in christ jesus and all of this took place because of the resurrection without the resurrection we wouldn't be able to go to heaven without the resurrection we wouldn't be seated in that heavenly place without the resurrection we wouldn't have any authority because we had to be resurrected with him and in him to have that authority restored back to us I thank you for joining us today. I, I believe that uh, this will help you immensely. Thank you so much. We love you and God bless you. If you would like to support our ministry, you can become a partner by clicking the support link in the description. You can also give by going to our website, wacba.org, and clicking on the giving tab. Thank you so much for supporting us to help us send the gospel around the world through our podcast. We pray God's blessings be upon you abundantly, and we thank you so much in Jesus' name.